Rabbi Judah Mishel in his book, Baderech, has a story from Rabbi Shlomo Karbach. Shlomo Karbach was once in Texas for Shabbos, and Erev Shabbos, as was his custom, he went to the local mikvah. He found the mikvah, nobody was really going there. He found the mikvah, he's there, and as he's getting out, he sees an interesting-looking fellow, a, a fellow with cowboy boots, a cowboy hat, yet the fellow starts speaking to him in Yiddish. So Shlomo Karbach was bewildered. There's Mamalushin in a mikvah somewhere in Texas, and he says, please tell me your story, who are you? So he told him that he, uh, he just, you should know that I might not be keeping Shabbos tonight. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But I want to tell you the story. He said when he was growing up in Romania, he was seven years old. His father took him to the Avas Yisrael, the Vishnu Tzarebbe, for a tish. And in Vizhnitz, the tish was Labadik. There was a lot of dancing, singing on Friday night. And he remembers as a young boy that him and his friends or whoever was his age, they would sit under the table right near the Vishnu Tzarebbe. And the Vishnu Tzarebbe would pass them challah and fruit. And they were well taken care of. He said at some point he remembers the Vishnu Rebbe stopped his classic drosha, his Torah that he was saying, and he said, Chevra, please, please listen to me. And I want you to remember this until the very last day of your life. That there are moments in life that we feel uplifted, we feel pure, we feel connected, we're on fire for Yiddishkeit, and we're yearning for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We feel that we want to do something great. We want to be great people. And at that time, at that moment, we have a different voice inside of us that comes as well. The Yet Sahara, the Sitra Achra, and it whispers, come on, I know who you really are and what you did yesterday. I know what you're planning on doing later tonight and what you'd like to do tomorrow. Who, who do you think you're fooling? Be honest and don't, don't even start this uh, Yiddish guy business. You're just, you're just having a quick, uh, it's going to be a quick fix. It's not going to work and forget about it. And he said, the Vision Rebbe jumped out of his seat and he yelled, Rachmanus. Have compassion. Tell that Yitzhahara to leave you alone for a moment. Tell him to give you five minutes to be close to Kaddish Baruch Just five minutes. Come back in five minutes. Just give me these five minutes. So the Rebbe then sat, reached under the table, and put his head on my head, hand on my head. This is what the uh, cowboy is telling Rav Shalom Karbach. He bent down and he said with uh, great sweetness, my tired kid, my, 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 my precious child, did you hear what I said? I'm begging you, please don't ever forget it. And the man continued, he said, a few years later, the war broke out, we left, went to, we fled to America, we ended up in a random city in Texas, and there was no Yiddishkeit, there was no Tyra, there was no Jewish day schools, and my family did what we did, and we were not uh, close to Kodesh Baruch at all. But he said, at some point, at certain points in life, at certain moments, I have, I have a feeling that I want to connect. And this afternoon, I decided I want to, I want to go to the mikvah, and I'm connecting for the next five minutes. I don't know if I'm going to keep Shabbos tonight. I don't know if I'm going to come to the mikvah next week, but right now, for five minutes, I'm just telling the Sahara to leave me alone. Give me these five minutes. And that's what he told Rosh Kabach, and Rosh said this over many times. So, I always connect to this story. And there are many times in life where just, just a few more minutes, we ask the Sahara just leave me alone for a few minutes. And just in the context of the 12-minute halacha podcast, it's been a challenge over the years to keep it going. And right now, I have an off day, I'm not working, and I'm telling the Yitzhara, just let's just do one. We'll do one share. We'll see where it goes in a few weeks, in a few months, in a few years. Let's just, for the next, for the next five minutes, it might be ten minutes. For the next ten minutes, just leave me alone. And uh, I'm, I'm like what the Vision of Rebbe said, have Rachmanus and come back in ten minutes. So my goal is with this 12-minute halacha, at least 12 minutes at a time, have Rachmanus, Mr. Yitzhara to just share some of the shilas that I'm getting. I'm not a practicing communal rabbi in front of a synagogue, but I speak to people on the streets, at work, or the like, and people have shilas to ask, and I'm always happy to, uh, to try to help. 
So it will be either questions that people actually have asked me or topics that people ask for me to clarify. And Bez Hashem will be able to go through many different topics. It won't be on the order on any specific seder. We're not, it's not being based on a safer or a specific limud. I will point out that many of my shirim are more intense and in-depth with my Mekoymus and... And I still give those shirim in different, uh, on different platforms, different podcasts, different uh, venues. But if a person has a question on something that I'm giving here, please reach out to ellymarkowitz at gmail.com. I'm happy to, uh, to share some of the Marmachimus. And uh, if you have any questions, always feel free to, to reach out to that. But we will try to keep these uh, recordings light, as light as can be. Obviously, it's Lima Datayra, so there will be some Marmachimus, but we'll try to keep it. Uh, easier to listen to, and if someone wants to delve deeper on anything, please feel free to reach out. So the first topic I want to discuss is the topic of tefillah b'tzibur, of davening with a minion. Very often you see people running out of shul to catch uh, to catch a Zoom call, to, to, uh, to, to, run to, to run to work. In Brooklyn, it's to catch a train, to catch a bus. And the question is, is a person obligated in tefillah b'tzibur? There's a person allowed to say, I have work to do, and since I have to work, so I'll just daven at the office, I'll daven at home. What's the halacha in regards to tefillah b'tzibor? It's interesting that many people who have to run out during the week, so very often on Sundays, they're also running out, and they joke that in prison, there are people that still take off their talis and tefillin by Asher Valetzim. Where are you going? But uh, it becomes a, a mode, a habit, instead of an actual thought process. Do I, have to really, do I really have to run to this meeting, sometimes a person does, and we shouldn't judge anyone in particular, but it's just a, something to, to think about. Okay, so the, the source we'll, we will pick up from is the Raman. The Raman tells us that a person should always strive to daven betzibor, that a Kaddish Baruch Hu, uh, always listens to the tefillah betzibor, tefillah tzibor nishmas tamid is always heard, and therefore a person should not daven b'yechidus. When the Shulchan Aruch brings us down, he says, Yishtadel, a person should strive to daven in the Beis Knesset, in a shul, imat sibor, with a minion. And of course, there are many spiritual reasons and benefits for davening with a minion, which we will get to in a minute or two. But just from a strict halacha obligation standpoint, it's not so clear from the Shulchan Aruch if a person is obligated to. Usually when the Shulchan Aruch wants to tell us that a person is obligated to do, to do something, he will say, Chayv Adam, Chayv Adam, right? Here he says, Yishtadel, a person should strive. And in fact, some of the Achorinim, this is found in the Emek Bracha, and other Achorinim, in fact, learn that it's not a strong, hard chiv, that a person has to daven with a minion. It's simply a very strong recommendation. Yishtadel, a person should daven with a minion because that's how his tefillah will be heard, but there's no chiv. And if a person does not uh, want to go to shul, daven with a minion, it's not a smart decision. But we wouldn't call that violating his chiv, his obligation of davening with a minion. That is sound in the Bracha. However, if you look in other places, there are, there are uh, indications from Shulchan Aruch, from Mishnabura, that it is a chiv, it is an obligation. The Torah, which is written before the Shulchan Aruch, he clearly says it's a chiv, it's an obligation. Rav Moshe Feinstein and Arachayim Chilik Beis says it's an obligation. He brings uh, proof from the fact that a person has to go travel in order to, the Gemara says, the way Rashi learns the Gemara Sacham Daf Vav, that a person would have to travel up to 18 minutes out of his way to get Tefillah B'Tzibor. And if, if he's on, it's on his way, he would have to wait. Shanat Davin, he should wait 72 minutes until he gets to the next community, to the next shul. So Rav Moshe says clearly it is a chiv, it's an obligation to Davin Tefillah B'Tzibor. Now the Mishabura says if a person is going to be in a situation where he's going to lose money, so he's a, he has the right to Davin B'Yechidus in order not to lose money. 
the Archashokhan is a little more makel. He says, even if it's an opportunity to gain, to make a sale, to uh, make a new introduction, to have a new, a new client, so that, that would also be mutter for a person to miss Tefillah B'tzibor. So that's in the world of obligation. The, the biggest nafkamina would be, I would say the two nafkaminas are at work. There, again, we said Meshabur Archashokhan, there might be some room to be lenient, and vacationing. So when I was in uh, when I was in Carlos, so we did ask our abayim regarding vacationing as a person allowed to go somewhere where there's no minion. Can you go to uh, Cancun? Can you go to Cancun where there's no minion necessarily every day? I think in a few weeks half of Lakewood will be in Cancun, so you might have a minion there if you want. But let's say there's no minion. So Rabbi Soa Rise Mishlita said no, a person should not, and Ben Tarish never uh, vacation in a place where there is no minion because. As Rav Moshe writes, there's a chiv, there's a chiv down with a minion. How can you go to a place where there's no minion? Rav Belsky Zetzal Dasacheresimai, he felt that there is room and there's some flexibility. And this, even Rav Moshe Feinstein, he has to, he has to explain why the Shulchan Aruch uses the term Yishtadel. So Rav Moshe writes that in a place where a person would technically be pater, it's too much of a tircha, so still Yishtadel. Person should should is encouraged to still dive into the bazibar. So of course a person is encouraged to vacation in a place where there's a minion, whether it's LA or Miami or Cancun during during when Lakewood's there. Fine. But but there is flexibility if a person needs to go to a certain place. And he said many Rebbe's and Rosh Hashiv used to do this before the whole entourage came with them. They went to places where there was no meaning because that's where the, the air was better, the atmosphere was better, they needed a peace of mind. So if a vacation only works out in a certain area, not necessarily an exotic vacation, but just that this worked out to go here for a weekend or to go there for a night and there's not going to be a minion for Shachris, uh, Ravelsky said that would be allowed. There's another hetter, another hetter, this is based on Lomdus, that Rav Zalman Goldberg, this is in the back of the Sefer Halich HaShleimah, he was the son-in-law of Rav Shlomo Zalman Rav Zatzal. so Zalman HaChemah says that if a person would, let's say a person is taking a 10 a.m. flight in the morning, so he Davin Shachros the Minin at a 6 o'clock Minin, then he takes a flight, so by the time he's taking the flight, he's not doing anything wrong because he already Davin with the Minin. When he lands in whatever, wherever he lands, in Cancun, in the afternoon, so at that point, there is no minion within 18 minutes, so he's potter. The question is, when he left, is he allowed to leave a place knowing that he's going to be in a situation where there is no minion? So he said at, at that point, he already was potter from davening because he already davened shachar. So at that zman, he was potter. This touches upon a broader sugya, which is a discussion in the Chayadam and other Paiskim regarding, can a person avoid a mitzvah by simply saying, it's just not available to me right now? Do I have to go out of my way to get a lul of an esrik before sukkah? Or only when sukkah comes? That's when I'm chayiv in a lul of an esrik. Does a person have to take preparations before the chayiv actually is upon him? So that's another reason to be mekel. So there are shitas on both sides. A person, a ben should definitely strive to only vacation and visit a place that has a minion. And when you're setting up your business meetings, one should only uh, do this in, in a way that allows them to daven tefillah b'tzibar. Now that's from a strictly halacha standpoint. From a hashkafa standpoint, especially many people in the in the realm of uh, Parnassa, people are struggling, whether it's on, on a high-end level, struggling to get deals done, or even or people who just day-to-day, it's, it's, it's difficult for a person to make a living. And there are many podcasts and shows and articles, and, and, and it's needed. People are trying to figure out how to make a parnasa in the world that we live in, which is a topic for a different time. So it's very easy for a person to say, I need to work more. I need, I need to just, it's not available. I can't have mincha during the winter with a minion. It's just going to take away time from my calls, from my, from my clients, from what I'm doing. And a person could probably 
say that it would be a hefzid for him to miss for him to miss work, and he might have room in halacha to actually be putter from tefillah b'tzibar. But I would strongly recommend again. It really depends on a person's setup at work. This is getting into details. But if a person is self-employed, an entrepreneur, or he's in sales or the like, where you you make your own schedule. So your question is, is it hishtadlus for me to now do this work instead of diving mincha with a minion? Versus when a person works for someone, he's in a corporate environment. He, he has a boss. It's not just a hishtadlus question. It's a responsibility question where you took upon yourself to work X amount of hours for your boss, for your company, you can't just miss that. And if there's a hard set schedule, it might not be practical for you to leave. And there a person would have to, uh, would, would probably not be able to dive with a minion. But if a person is making his own schedule, and there it's a question of hishtadlus, which is really, that's the only question you're doing when you have your own schedule. There's no ob- obligation to someone else. It's how many hours a day are you going to spend at work. So in, in the world of hishtadlus, a person would be encouraged to dive in tefillah b'tzibor. Rav Moshe Feinstein in the he says that since we, we're only working because there's a chiyav eshtablus, but the chiyav eshtablus is not on Cholamoyed, it's not on Shabbos, it's not uh, Erev Shabbos after a mincha katana, so it's not at a time where a person needs to dive in with a minion. So there's no chiyav eshtablus at that point. I would just add that a person is looking for schusim, so the Gemara Nida says when a person is looking for ashiras, so the Gemara says he, he should be mispala misha arsha shalai, he should daven to the one who has all the money, which is HaKadosh Baruch Hu. so daven. And when should a person daven? The Gemara Brachas tells us, v'zman shat tzibar mispala, when, when there's a tefillah b'tzibar, the Gemara says, hein kel kaber v'layimas, Hashem is not, moyes, uh, Hashem is not, this, this is, never gets disgusted by the tefillah of, of the rabbim. The Zohar HaKadosh writes, and this is found in the, in the other sources as well, that when a person davens biyachidus, so then upstairs in Shemayim, they, they, they look into it, they analyze what's going on. And you see that in, I'm in the commercial real estate world, when you have a package portfolio deal, very often the broker or whoever's running the sale could be a little more aggressive on the, the, on the price. The seller could be more aggressive on the price, and very often the buyer will overlook certain details because it's a package deal, it's a group rate, I'm buying 12 facilities, so yeah, Oh, they'll be aggressive on the cap rate versus when it's it's a one property deal. Very often there's a deep dive into it, which doesn't really make sense. Really, you should do a deep dive on everything, but you do see this concept of a group rate overlooking certain things. The Zayar Kaddish writes and a person dominates with a minion. So the in Shemayim they overlook many things. They 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 okay. They accept the aggressive cap rate. They accept the aggressive uh, price. Because it's a group rate, it's a portfolio, no problem. But when a person davens v'yechidus in his own house, so then every word is going to be analyzed. This is how you daven. You're thinking about uh, supper. You're thinking about other things. You're not even saying half the words. So a person should daven with a minion, and through that he'll be answered. It's brought down many chassidish farm right, and uh, that the rebbe's would give would give uh, haftacha that if a person davens with a minion, he's not going to lose out on parnasa. There is also a remez in a in a pasuk we had in Parshas Miketz. Says, Lishbar bar, the Divri Yisrael writes, is, is Parnasa. And it says, asara. There were 10 Shvatim involved, Lishbar bar, to, to make a Parnasa. So, to make a Parnasa, a person needs Tfilah Batsibar, the Schus of And if a person is deciding between more Ishtalus versus Tfilah Batsibar, again, if you don't, if you, assuming you do not have an obligation to a boss, to a client that you, you are committed to, it's just a question of how much Ishtalus to do. I think there is a, a very strong argument for a person to stick to Tfilah Batsibar. Whether or not it's technically a Chiv, there might be room to be Mako, but 
as a hashkafa in life to remind himself that the dollar is not everything, that a shtal is not everything, this is what I'm supposed to be doing, I'm a yid, assuming there's no commitment to someone else, then this would be the, uh, the recommendation.